Hey, howdy, hi, it's me, Zombie Brian. Welcome back to the Zombie Shorts Podcast. And I've got somebody with me, an old friend. And and here is the brains of the whole outfit, Lisa Gale. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's great. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> it's been a while since we've been, uh, since we've been here. Uh, I don't know if we've lost our touch. I don't even know if we had our touch in the first place, actually, not going to lie. Um, I mean, I have been touched at times. Wow, that's, a, that's another podcast for a different day. <laughs> Uh, oh yes podcast touching anyway fuck so today we're going to talk about something spectacular because because of the recent release and as recent as literally yesterday uh hey hi it's me future brian um this was recorded a while ago so the future release is no longer a future release but it was when we recorded this so just ignore that part Stephen King's new book came out, Billy Summers, and um, <clears throat> I bought Which it. Which Zombie Bry actually um, lost meat off of his bones to get this book. So, well, I way, did, way to go, man! Yeah, I was so I walked to the to the store yesterday, uh, hoping they'd have it there, and uh, <laughs> they didn't. So I I got exercise for absolutely no fucking reason, but I got it today got the book today so I'm, to I'm which to which i just want to say i i was like so proud of him i'm like oh way to go man you walk two days in a row it's good for your health blah 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 and he's like yeah i gotta ride <laughs> yeah we, I, i'm not gonna walk twice fuck that i only walked yesterday because my mom is already in bed sorry i'm a 31 year old man living with my mother anyway so in honor he is a catch, of his ladies book- he is a catch yeah well <laughs> yeah in honor of his the new book coming out today I thought it would be a really good idea if we talked about our favorite and least favorite Stephen King books. Huh? Oh man. You, you I think people are going to hate me when they tell me when I tell you what my least favorite is. Now, funny, well, I mean, maybe. Uh funny enough, I have a list of my favorites, but I don't remember it and I did not prepare. And I'm assuming Lisa you didn't prepare either. I was going to say and as usual, I never prepare. Yeah. I just like to wing it. See what happens. So I'm just going to have to remember. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's pretty much what we're talking about today uh, is best and worst Stephen King books. Now, I think we should um, I think we should mention that uh, these are our opinions and they don't affect everybody. I mean, well, they might affect you. I don't know. But if they do affect you, not my fault. Sorry. Tough shit, buddy. <laughs> 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 yeah. So um, why don't we suck just- it? Let's just jump right into it. Uh, right off the okay. bat, Lisa, top three favorite Stephen King books, go. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, I did love The Stand. I'm not going to lie. Although I have a whole, I, ha- I have a relationship with The Stand and another book that's very similar, but we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, uh, Dolores Claiborne. I like that one. Wow. Okay. And um, Rose Matter. Jesus, those are the most random. I mean, the stand is kind of a, a thing, but those are the other two most random choices. Nobody ever talks about them. That's great. no, and they're really, really, they're especially Rose Matter. Has, did you read Rose Matter? No, I never, I haven't yet. That's, there are some Stephen a, King books that I haven't read. I have every one of his books, but I haven't read. There's like a, a what a surprise. I mean, I haven't seen all the movies I own, so why would I read all the books? I mean, I, I did own? read Carrie, but eh, you know, eh. well, <clears throat> funny you should ask or m- mention that. You didn't ask about anything. Uh, my top three favorite in no, well, it is a specific order. Number three, Carrie. Number, three. Number two, <laughs> I for, uh, Revival. There it is. I okay. 
I didn't read that one. Uh, and number one, obviously, eleven twenty two sixty three. Oh yeah, you like that. It That's has a historical one, time isn't travel. It? My two favorite things to talk about. Okay, yeah, time travel. It, it's, it's it's the best option. There, you can't you can't beat it. No, you're not wrong. You know, as much as I love sci-fi and I love sci-fi, I haven't read a lot of time travel books. It's That's kind of interesting. There's a more topic. Um, there's a book that I read that I bought. It's called 50 in reverse, not by Stephen King, but it's, it's a, I'm literally just plugging a whole other random book right now, but it's really good. You should actually check it out. It's a, it's called 50 in reverse. And it's about this kid well, no, it's about this man who's in his 60s or something, and he wakes up in his younger self's body, but with the memories of his entire life up to 60 years old. And he tries to convince everyone that he's like from the future and everyone's like, you're a crazy child. You should stop. And yeah. So and he, he goes around like reinventing music and stuff and taking credit for everything. It's pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. Well, it's kind of like Peggy, Peggy Sue got married. I don't know what that is. Why do I not know what that is? What the fuck? You you like to, okay. So Peggy Sue got married is about this woman. She goes to her high school reunion. Like wait, is this a book years. or a movie? No, this is a movie. Oh, shit, and awesome. in it, she passes out. You know, she's in the middle of a divorce. Her kids are grown. She passes out at the um, at the reunion. She wakes up back in high school, and huh. she tries to change her future, and she can't, and life sucks. Whatever. But that's what that reminded me of. Um, and yeah, little known watch. fact. Okay. So zombie Brian, are you one of those people who can fall asleep very easily? Like just like, can you lay down and go to sleep? Like, just go to sleep? yeah, I mean, usually it sucks. Cause yeah, every time I try to lay down and watch a movie, I end up passing out like 20 minutes in. So I'm one of those people. I can't, I actually have to go to sleep and run a story in my head before I go to sleep. So little known fact, I often fantasize about what I would do if I could go back in time at certain points in my life. Now, I don't I don't care about changing people's minds about music and stuff like that. I go back to try and change the bad things in my life. Uh But I do that every night. So it's kind of funny that you say that because it takes me a long time. I have I'm an insomniac. So. Yeah, well, okay, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the so 1122. I mean, if you want to start off talking about 112263, we'll be here all Let's day. Let's go with it, man. Go with it. Uh, okay. oh, I'll cut you off. It's no problem. It's, it's my absolute favorite JFK, or my absolute favorite Stephen King book because it involves time travel and JFK. And the way that it goes, like, it, it's it's a very That's realistic. President. Fun times. Well, go ahead. Yeah, it, but it's really, it's a very realistic, like, time travel thing i mean okay it's it's not really realistic but the compared to like back to the future or like other like bill and ted and stuff like that it's it's a there's a wormhole in this guy's diner and he just walks down these invisible stairs and he's in 1958 and and it's it's he okay it's, but wait wait i need to ask you something out. though hold on hold on what time is he before he gets into 1958 is he just like uh, modern day it's, it's when the book came out which was 2011 Okay. 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 Go ahead. The modern. Yeah. But so, well, so you've never read the book. No, I know there's a series that was made about it and people I, raved about the I'm series. Gonna get, I'm going to get to that fucking bullshit. Let me just, Oh, no, trust me. No, no. So I guess for those who have not read the book, it's good. But for those who no, have, no. this is one of those instances where I will hundred percent defend the book is way better than the, than the series of movie or whatever it. So, okay. So he goes into this wormhole that's in this diner. Uh, it's just these invisible stairs in like the broom closet. Like if you close your eyes, you can feel yourself walking down a, these steps and then you, 
all of a sudden he's in the backyard of some like suburban area in 1958. I think it's like September something 1958 or whatever. And there's this guy. Did it happen in November? Well, when he no no yeah, when but, but okay JFK okay. died. It was that it was 63. So we're like years. Oh years. Before. Okay, never mind. So he shows yeah. up in 1958, and okay. every time he comes back through the wormhole, it resets. So if he went. If he went in there and, you know, like pushed somebody in front of a bus and killed them and he walked back through the wormhole and came back in, that person would be there again and like nothing happened. It would be the same time. He arrives at the same time every single time he comes through. It's 1958, September something, noon, whatever time it is. I forgot. I haven't read the book in a while. But uh, so his mission, uh, the guy who owns the diner, his friend Al, he uh, has been obsessed with trying to... uh, like save JFK and he end up, he ends up getting cancer because <laughs> sounds like a feel good story. Well, no, he, he, ends, he ends up getting cancer because he's smoking so much. Who, uh, Al or the guy, Al, the, okay, the guy Al. who owns the diner. Anyway, he, so he gets, can- this it's not really a spoiler because this happens in the beginning. So I'm not ruining anything, but <laughs> I'm not. So, Oh, by the way, there's going to be spoilers. Yeah. We're so. going to spoil fucking every, if you have everything. Read anything, so book, you better, if you don't want to know it, Fucking leave. Yeah, so <laughs> come back later. Way too late in the thing to talk about spoilers, but whatever. So <laughs> Al ends up getting cancer. Uh, he dies and he leaves this mission for Jake, who's the main character's name. He, he leaves this mission for Jake, like go save the president's life. So he goes into the thing uh, once or twice just to like, you know, check it out. out and, and then he goes in for official the official time and he waits these years and goes by and all that stuff. And everything happens every and this is where this is why I hate the series. Because the first half of the book, which is arguably my favorite part of the book, where he okay. experiences like the entire like from 1958 to 1960, all these different things happen. And, and Stephen King writes it all out as like his journey from A to B. Okay. They cut all of that shit out in the series. Oh. And, they, and he ends up in 1960 when he shows up in the series they cut out the first two oh, years so they cut life. out the fact that he started in the 1950s okay yeah. I, and i know uh, now here's the thing i never actually finished read or i never finished watching the series so i don't know okay i think you're gonna say you didn't finish reading the book no, no, i'm I like read the, book three times. Really? It's the only stephen king book i've ever read more than once uh but <laughs> i i've never finished watching the series i got like three episodes in and i was like this is your you've ruined my fuck you i don't like it no i don't like it so they, yes. There was a there was a whole subplot with this girl who was like in a wheelchair because she got accidentally shot by a hunter in the back of her spine and paralyzed her. And uh, Al tried to go back and save that girl's life at one point, And he did. And uh, Jake tries to do the same thing. And he does. Wait, 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 though. Hold on a second. Okay. Yeah. So you said so if he's there, whatever, 1958, he goes back through the wormhole. If he goes back, it resets back yeah. to 1958. Yeah. So how can he save anybody or do anything if it's going to reset when he goes back? Well, no, 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 no. He, when he comes back through, everything still stays how whatever happened. But if he goes back through it back to 1958, it'll reset everything. So, OK, so the idea is it's going to have to leave and never go back or yeah. it'll fuck everything up. Yeah. OK, go ahead. So girl. Yeah, well, there's shot. a whole subplot with this girl in a wheelchair and they cut that out of the series too. That I mean, I, I don't know if they did actually because I only watched three episodes. They might have brought it in later. <laughs> but fuck it. Might have been in there uh, later. It's just, it's, the book is so much fucking better. So much better. And and they go with the theory, Stephen King goes with the theory that it was Oswald, which is my favorite thing because I do 100% believe it was Oswald. One guy, one gun, one place, three shots, two of them missed. I don't know. I don't know. 
Well, we're not going to get into that, but you know, it's just, <laughs> I'm just saying that's so that's that's why it's my favorite because it's I could literally talk about this all day long. Time travel, JFK. I know everything about both of those subjects. It's anyway. I will yeah. just punch you in the face next time. I just you keep talking. Well, go ahead. I just I want to know specifically why we'll go back and forth like between some <laughs> my one of my favorites. We'll go. So you said Rose Matter. Now I don't know no, anything. I don't even. No, know no, wait, but wait. Are you done talking about about about? Uh, 1158 2217 hike. I mean, are you done? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I yeah, well, yeah, I guess we could. You so, know. why do you like it? What, what is it? I mean, okay, what is it? The aspects of okay, it that Stephen most, King writes the uh, the best thing for uh, the reason I like it the most. Well, okay, besides the fact that it's about JFK and it involves time travel, which is right. the literally the selling point for me, I also like the nostalgia of the time period. Cause like, I mean, I, I've obviously there's no nostalgic for me cause I wasn't born in the fifties, but the fifties is my favorite. Exactly. And I would love to experience the fifties. And so like he, like the first time Jake shows up just to test run when Al is still alive, he's like, go in there and check it out and all that stuff. And he goes in <laughs> and uh, he just walks around and he sees the, the, the giant like Kennebec fruit company uh, place. And he goes in and orders a root beer and he remarks how much it tastes completely different from what it, root beer is. Oh today. yeah. And it's just, it's so I would think things. the air would smell different. The water would taste. Yeah, different. He mentioned the air was like, pollu- uh, was more fresh and stuff like that, but well, not really. It was kind of polluted, but like not, it didn't smell not like it is now. Know, but yeah, there's just, I like so many, I just like reading about the details of like the past and all that stuff. And so that makes sense right now, why you didn't care for the series, because it took out the, the big parts that you love the most about it. Yeah, no, they ruined, they, they just went straight from the, they just, they took out the entire first half of the book and they were just like, listen, let's just put them right here in the beginning of, when, <laughs> you know, the sixties and we'll, we'll go from there. They rushed it. They had it was an eight episode miniseries. You could have fit the whole book in there. There's no there's no excuse for cutting anything out. It's ridiculous. And also nothing against James Franco, but he is not Jake Epping. I didn't see him as playing that character at all. It, James Franco is ridiculous. Okay, who? Okay, so so you're saying the main character was playing, played by Franco? I didn't see the series. So. Uh-huh. I heard about it. Um, you you don't get mad at me. I don't care for the thing about JFK. I mean, to me, it's all politics and I don't care about it, but whatever. Um, it's fine. But um, if James Franco wouldn't have been the guy, who would you want to play the lead of this book? Oh, Jesus. Uh, <clears throat> I could see probably like Clive Owen or Ben Affleck. They seem I more could see Ben like, Affleck. They seem more of like a Jake. How could you see what he, you've never even read the book. You don't know. No, no, but I can kind of get, because, because here's the thing that's, that's really I mean, interesting. A younger was, Ben Affleck, maybe not Ben Affleck now, but like Ben Affleck in 20. Oh yeah. Probably. No. He was yeah. apparently back with uh, whatever her name, Rachel from friends, whatever, Aniston, whatever. Um, nobody gives a fuck about that. So, <laughs> um, you know, keeping in mind of that, of like people who play characters. So the stand loved it. Fucking, I, I, this is what I love about books that um, have many different pe- characters. So another one, Stephen King, um, there's three um, writers around the same time that they got really big, but Stephen King was definitely the biggest, was John Saul and Dean Koontz. Have you Dean ever heard of those guys? Oh my fucking God, his arch nemesis, Dean Koontz. I love Dean Koontz. Anyway, I never in my life read a Dean Koontz book on purpose because I'm a Stephen King fan. I'm um, Yeah, no, I get it. But one of the things that Dean Koontz is good at is he has several characters that kind of meet up in the middle. So that's what I loved about The Stand. 
Now, the original stand that came out, the miniseries, um, all the char- all the people that they had to play the characters looked like the characters in the book to me. Like all of them like went along with the book, which is very unusual because usually they're like, fuck it, we're going to do this because they just remade the stand. Yeah. You know, hold, hold on. you know, what's funny is that what? we're supposed to be talking about the books and we keep comparing it to the miniseries. I hope we have different choices for the miniseries or the, the movies episode because. Sure. Anyway, we'll keep that. going. So um, so I liked how they picked the characters. But so so the stand, I loved how now as, as for those of you who've read the stand, if you didn't fuck you, spoiler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in the stand, it was basically hold on. I'm getting too mix, mixed up all of a sudden. I'll explain to you why in a second. I've so never the stand was the disease was, was Dr. Dr. Captain, Trips, Captain Trips, Captain Trips, sorry, Captain Trips, the flu epidemic. Yeah, it's I mean, come on, it's and, not that. And, and how it's good against evil, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then there's a big thing where all the people get together and blah, blah. And I like books and stories where they talk about like it's a kind of like a mini end of the world and people go into people's houses and take things and stuff like that. Because in the book, he did that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, I would take that. Fuck yeah, I'd go in there and do that. <laughs> um, the, the best scene in the book, the most terrifying. So have you ever read a book that as you're reading it, it scared you and that you literally threw the book down? Never. Or like, I have. I've done it a couple of times and, and it was a Stephen King book that made me do it. And it's the scene where they're going through the, um, the tunnel in New York to get out of New York. Yeah. That was terrifying. I'm sorry, but it darkness. Death. I never got to that point in the book, but I saw it in the miniseries or the, oh, yeah. not the miniseries, but the new one that they made, which I never finished either. Cause it was not great. It was it was uh, it was pretty good because it did pretty much for the most part stick to the book. That's the, like, my favorite and, part about the the new miniseries was that every time they cast like a, a one one very familiar face, and every single time you spotted that person, you knew that they were gonna die. They only had that one that one episode to be like, hey, how's it go? Like the first episode of the new series had uh, was it Clancy Brown or was it? Oh no, it was J.K. Simmons. Yeah, but no, every time, every episode like had a, a, a famous person in it. And every time you saw it, you knew that that person- You knew he was dead. It was like, it was like the it was red a trend that they did Star Trek. Reason. They always died. <laughs> but those, so the reason why I get mixed up is because at the same time, there was a book written by Robert R. McCammon called Swan Song. Oh yeah. And did you read that? No, I know what it is, though. Oh, it's a great book. It's, but in this case, it wasn't the flu. It was nuclear war. And what happens is you, has all, you have all these characters, good and evil. But the main character that's good is like pure good. is like this little girl. Whereas the evil character, again, is like the devil, whatever. Um, but what's cool in it is in the book, the main, some of the main characters, this thing starts growing all over their whole face. Like this huge, like tree trunk like thing goes all over their own face and so like only they have this like a breathing hole and an eyeball and um what ends up happening as the at the culmination of everything and there's a, another bomb and stuff like that but um when the stuff comes off you're assuming when it comes off you don't know what they're going to look like underneath and if you are pure of soul like if you're a good person and it comes off any scars any problems you're going to be beautiful but if you're evil, when it comes off, you turn into like a weaselly thing. It's like, it was a really good, creepy, creepy book. Mm. But it was very different. And I wonder, and I should look it up. I never looked it up. Who wrote which book first? Because they're so similar. Well, the... So, I mean, they're so the similar. Fourth book? 
It's one of the early ones. I know that one. Did, okay, so it was Carrie, Salem's Lot, The Shining. Oh, Salem's Lot. Shit, that's a good It must have been it must have been the fourth one, I think. It has to be, yeah. Which would have been 1980. I'd have to look it. I'm gonna have to look that up before we have our next uh I know the shining. Oh no, 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 it might have been 70s because this the, the shining book came out in 76. And the movie Seven? came out in the 70s too, though, didn't it? No, the movie came out in 80. Did it really? Yeah. Shit. I'm flies when you're old. Um, so I'm just one, I always wondered, did he did Robert R. McCammon literally just have it on his own mind and they both came out at similar times and they just had the same idea? Hi, it's me, Future Brian again. If anybody's interested in the answer to that question, uh, The Stand came out first in 1978 and then Swan Song came out in 1987. So my second favorite revival, which by the way, is Mike Flanagan's next movie. And Mike Flanagan, I will say it every time I bring his name up, is the best horror filmmaker today. Okay, so hold on a second, because you know I'm bad with director's names. What what did he... Okay, Mike Flanagan is responsible for... He made, um, he made Oculus. He made Hush. He made Ouija Origin of Evil. He made The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Uh, he made Dr. Sleep. Uh, he made, oh, interesting. He's, not, he's, familiar, he's familiar with Stephen King works. And now his okay. next movie is going to be another Stephen King work, which is my second favorite book. And... In the hands of him, I have absolute faith that it's going to be incredible because he has yet to make a bad movie. Now, I've never heard of the book Revival. Never the, even heard of it. It's, okay, so is, I it a, is it a later? Is it a book that's like newer? It's Where is what, it? Oh, what, what, 2000. Actually, okay, so it is. So it is a somewhat newish book. I think that it came out. I think after it was the, the next towers. one right after 112263. It might have been the next one. Okay. So 2012. I don't know. Anyway, it was it. It's I can't I don't understand why I like it so much because it's like literally not that like big of a story or anything. It's not like his. Well, what was it work. about? So it <laughs> it's about actually, I don't really remember that much either. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's about. The, so I there's, love how you pick these stories and you're like, I don't a letter. Letter. so there's a there's a priest. <coughs> Jesus, <laughs> there's a preacher who's one of those like you know uh, fake carny like priests where he ha like has the tent and people oh, and like like, like oh, sick. Can yes. you heal me and he touches them and they're like oh, 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 no more cancer <laughs> you know shit like that right <laughs> uh, so he's there's a guy like that and uh, turns out that the only thing I remember from reading it was him and his backstory of how he lost his wife and kid they were killed in a car accident but there's this guy who oh my god i don't remember i don't i don't remember what it's about but it was it was one of the greatest fucking stories i've ever read in my life and i i read it twice i read 11 22 wait, 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 no, wait 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 so you've read it twice yeah it's your it's one of the best books you've ever read and yeah. you can't remember what it's about I honestly can't. I'm not kidding. I can't. I'm I'm literally like Are you just I'm, having a brain fart? What's I'm happening? blanking on the plot of it, but basically it's it's this guy. I think it has to do it's it's more it's kind of like a romance because there's a girl involved too. Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, either way, it's it's amazing. <laughs> I can't there's we really can't have nothing. To so talk no about spoilers here, ladies and gentlemen. It's not on this one. <laughs> I really have nothing. Okay, but about. you said it's a romance, right? It's sort of like a romance. It's more it's more of a thriller. 
but I really got to read. When I'm done with this fucking new book, I'm going to rewrite, reread Revival. Oh, we're going to start talking about the new book in a little bit too, I'm sure. Yeah, I want to, I want to mention that, but I really can't, I don't know anything else about, I probably should, I probably shouldn't have picked Revival. Um, Only pick a different one. Fuck it. Uh, okay, here, one of my favorite ones, another one, his, the his latest book before uh, Billy Summers, um, Later. I heard about it. I almost was going to read it, but I didn't. So literally remember like, the, the it's, a, this one? it's a, a six sense detective story about this yes. kid who can see and talk to dead people. And his mom is an author and or, or no, a publicist for an author. And the author ends up dying. And before he could put out his last book and he wrote like this really famous series of books and stuff. And so she wants his mom wants to get the manuscript for the for the you know last book but it's unfinished so she tells his her kid to talk to the dead author to give him notes on how to finish the book and she's going to write the last but yeah but there's also like this subplot with her mom with his mom who has this like ex-girlfriend who's a cop and she turns into a like a junkie and it's cop does or the mom does the 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 cop ex-girlfriend um and it's interesting because she also the ex-girlfriend cop takes the kid away and tries to have him do like missions for her and stuff like trying to do a drug bust and so she brings him to this like crime scene where this guy offed himself and he's uh you know she's like well do you see him anywhere can you tell him where and the, the dead guy's like sitting on his bed and stuff and the the thing about the book that is interesting that i've never seen with supernatural stuff is that the dead people can't lie. If you ask them a question Ooh. straight up, they have to tell you the truth. So okay. unless, they, but the, there's also a thing that happens in the book, spoiler, uh, where there's um, one of the first missions that this cop has the kid go on is that there's a like a Unabomber situation happening and okay. planted a bomb in a grocery store somewhere, but they don't know where the, where it is yet in a grocery store. Uh, and the guy ended up killing himself and he's like, haha, you'll never find the last mom and it's going to kill everybody. And so the guy shows up as a dead person and the kid's like, he's right over there. And they go and talk to him. But the serial killer. Okay. Really, like physically tries to stop himself from telling the truth because the kid straight up asks him, like, where'd you put the last bomb? And he like tries to stop him from telling the truth or and and he he's he does. He says straight. He says to the kid, like, I don't want to tell you. And by doing that he unleashes like a fucking demon uh that like you know kills him that no he stalks this kid throughout the whole thing and like uh it's there's so many elements to this book it's fucking incredible that's basically what i'm saying is it's incredible the ending is it came out of left field for some reason i don't know why i'm not really a fan of the ending and i can't there's a whole too many things to explain to get to that point to tell you but it, it's i was gonna say tell me the, the ending, ending. I, I i won't ruin the ending because little little known fact about me i tend to watch okay this is gonna be really bad and a lot of people out there gonna be mad at me i'm always afraid that i'm gonna miss out knowing what happens at the end of something so i sometimes tend to read the end of the book before i finish the book you motherfucker why would you do that that's because if i die if i die before i finish reading the book at least i'll know how it ends that's sadistic that you can't (laughs) it's a thing i'm telling you it's a thing there uh so there's a character in the in the in the book who is his mom's the kid's mom's brother 
So his uncle. Okay. His uncle. Uh, and he has Alzheimer's and he is like fighting for his life and he ends up going into a coma and then he finally eventually dies. Um, spoiler. Uh, and then, but he always had like, he, they would kept coming back to like the uncle being like this important person for some reason, whatever. And then later on, somehow, some way you figure out and this is what came out of left field because there's no reason for this. I don't know why he added this in the book. It's weird, but turns out the uncle is his dad. Are we talking about incest or is that his mom? Yeah. Never his mom. Oh, is incest. Yeah. So that's almost like Stephen King's brain trying to come up with a reason why this kid has this special power. Yeah, that's, he comes said, yeah, from no, this... that's yeah. So they mentioned something about it like being some sort of a thing, bi biological thing or something. I don't know. But yeah, that's that it's so it's just weird though. Like, I don't know why you had to add that. It's just I you could have just been like, this kid has weird powers for some reason. Who cares? This one guy, he so um he was married to this one chick, this friend of mine. He was married to this one chick for a while, they divorced, whatever later on. But anyway, when he was married to him, her her parents had a a lake house literally right across the lake from Stephen King because he had a lake house. So, and he was, you know, so one day they were like, hey, let's go over there and say hi because they knew they had met Stephen King. And he went in there and he got to go into the house and he didn't say much other than to say he'd rather do anything than ever go back there again because it was so fucking creepy to be around this guy. Like, and I wondered to myself- It was creepy to be around Stephen King? It was horribly creepy, he said, to be around him. The house was really creepy. The whole thing just gave him a bad vibe. And um, I mean, I have- That's reputation working. That's what reputation well, is. When I, okay, so thinking about his books and some of the, so like Rose Matter, I'm gonna tell you about that real quick. It was a really interesting um, little book. And it was about domestic violence. And this hmm. woman, the book starts out well, this woman is making bed and she sees a blood drip on the on the sheet and she decides at that moment to leave her husband. Her husband is a cop who is horrendously um, uh, abusive. Hold on. Didn't you say Rose Matter and Dolores Claiborne are connected? No, I was wrong. I was sitting here thinking about it as I was kind of semi-ignoring what you were saying earlier. <laughs> and it was actually... <laughs> God damn it. I believe it was actually Gerald's Game and Dolores Claiborne. So there's a scene. So Gerald's Game, for those of you who don't know, it's about this woman or her husband. They go to this house. They decide to have kinky sex. And she he ties her to the bed. And then he has a fucking heart attack and dies. <laughs> and so, so she's tied to the bed for several uh, days. And, and a dog comes in and almost eats her. He, the dog eats the husband. It just, it's a whole big weird thing. And she kind of goes in and out of her brain because a bad thing happened to her when she was a kid and some shit. But there's a scene in a moment in the story where there's an eclipse and oh, yeah. in the book. Now, in the movie, they don't they don't deal with it. They didn't deal with it with Dolores. Claiborne. Oh, that's another that's another Mike Flanagan movie. Gerald's Game. He did that. Sorry. OK, it was OK. It was a little it was OK. But anyway, um, we digress. So <laughs> what happens is that scene in Dolores Claiborne where um, she kills her husband and the uh, eclipse happens. Uh huh. OK. In the books, when Stephen King wrote the books, there's a part in each book. So both women go through a moment of the eclipse, but in each book, for a few minutes, he writes the other story in the other book. 
So part of Delores Claiborne ends up in Gerald's game and part of, hmm. uh, and vice versa. And then after that, it goes right back to the story again. It was like a really weird moment of what he did. And like, that was, that was some thought out shit, but that was super, super cool. I lo- That's because he has such the, he has such a big ass like world that he's created with the Like, like Castle Rock doesn't exist. He made that up. That's right. a town. And so yeah, but it makes it so real. Yeah. Like there's so many, he has such a big ass. I wish I could do that. Like create a big ass lore like that with, with a, with a, a world and characters and stuff. And, like I want to, I want to go in depth, like like J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. J.R.R. Like, Tolkien want... told some good stories, but I swear to God, he was way too fucking detailed in his books. Like, I it, could, that's I... great. The man Boy. knew what he I wanted. I don't care what amazing. color the wings on the fucking bug was. I don't care. So, okay, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if he needed to put all that shit in the books, but like. It, it's incredible that he was that detailed but anyway no i mean in terms of like yeah he was really good like if you were to ask him about like the history as if it was like a whole nother it was like a whole nother world like the history the back history of every single character you would you would know it by the way um m- another movie recommendation that kind of sounds like gerald's game it's a movie called till death starring megan fox and it's the same situation sort of where she goes to this house with her uh, her husband and he knows that she's cheating on him so he handcuffs herself her, himself to her and then he blows his fucking brains out and she's got to deal with dragging this dead body around when two dudes show up to the house who try and finish her off and because they he called them to oh he had set it up yeah and it, it's it's actually really up. fucking good like it's a is it it's it's Megan Fox doesn't seem like she does like fits in this movie, but like she does well. Not gonna lie. Because here's my question about Megan Fox: in the movies that I've seen her in, which was the um, the, the uh, Transformer movies and stuff like that, yeah. very pretty. Blah blah blah. Um, you never seen Jennifer's like, body? Huh? You never seen Jennifer's body? She can pull off horror. Oh no, well, no, I I knew of Jennifer's body, but I hadn't seen it. But no, that's what I mean. But I mean, is she an actress that's more than just her tits? Well, yes. I mean, I don't have anything against any actress. I think that's the way she she can be, but I don't. That's fine. I mean, I I do it myself, so. I think she can be. I just don't think that she's tried to be. I don't know. I mean, with with Till Death, she actually does do some pretty pretty good acting. Uh, But you know, yeah, most of it's been, you know, oh, I'm hot, cast me. And that's the reason. Yeah, and that's yeah. a shame. I mean, she is, be- I mean, and I think she is legit beautiful. I mean, I, her eyes are gorgeous. I mean, she's a legitimately beautiful woman. Um, but I do think she could do something more than just the the bimbo look thing. Yeah. But. So, okay, what's next? Um, oh, wait, 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 we digressed. Yeah, you do. Okay, what what happened? Uh, you what were you talking about? Oh, Rose Matter. Yeah. So this is what was unique about Rose Matter. So it was about domestic violence, and when she moves, she gets away, and she moves into this apartment. And in this apartment, because it was already furnished, it has this weird, huge painting in there of like another world. And there's this weird, like almost like um, half man, half um, um, buffalo or something like that. And um, horse? no, it's not a horse. It wasn't a horse. It was like a, a bull. I'm sorry, horse. Not buffalo. 
Oh, Horus, you're saying. Taurus. Oh, Taurus. Jesus Christ. I was like, Horus, Boris, what are we saying here? I don't know. We'll just go with it. Oh, no, it's not a Taurus. What, uh, what, what's the fucking... No, Taurus is, I think, a bull. Half bull, oh, half bull? man. Yeah, the bull and the dude. What is it? What's the thing called? Keep talking. I'll figure it out. What the fuck okay. am I... And anyway, so in it, this 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 other world, she goes into it and stuff like that. And basically, you know, through all kinds of pot, you know, plot twists and stuff, her husband finds her again. But as he's coming closer to find her, he's actually becoming more and more like animalistic and evil and, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he kills people along the way to get to get to her. And she somehow lures him. She gains strength through this painting of this weird altar universe that's really kind of weird and fucked up and eventually she does get her husband to go in there and the taurus bull buffalo thing kills him. minotaur figured it out minotaur that's it minotaur um kills him and it's it's it was really and she ends up in the end living her good life and free from from domestic violence and i love now and thinking about it because most people would just think of stephen king as just this whole uh horror dude but just from the things you've told me, like wanting to change, right the wrongs in history, um, revival. Something yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't do a lot out. of horror. No, actually, he well, he does a lot of mind fucking though. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of thoughtfulness in it. I mean, it is. Oh yeah, it's because it always has some kind of supernatural and element. Yeah. To it. Some of I them mean, does. Well, not all of it, because like. Uh, Mr. Mercedes is just straight up a detective story about a serial killer who killed people with a car. That's it. Okay. No supernaturalness in there. And uh, this one, this Billy Summers, it's like an assassin. That's all. There's okay. No... So there's no special Mm-mm. anything on that either. Well, I mean, I'm only four chapters and I don't know. Maybe. Okay. But... So anything could change because it is Stephen King. But I wonder to myself, because when people say they've met Stephen King and he's really odd and I've heard of stories, you know, even before his horrible accident. I just wonder what kind of childhood did he have? Did he have something to fuck up? Because I think a lot of times authors write things in a certain way, like Gene Roddenberry, who wrote Star Trek. He wrote Star Trek in this perfect idea of a, reaching, obtaining a perfect world because he had an older brother who, was, um, who had some kind of disability and he was horribly bullied and he ended up dying um, young. And so he wanted to make a perfect world for like his brother and stuff like that. So I think mm. I wonder to myself, these things that Stephen King are writing about because I remember right not long after his um, accident, uh, one of his books, maybe it was Mr. Mercedes or whatever. People were like, oh, no, it wasn't. Uh, it was um, it was just this kind of like, you know, wholesome boy story. And, and everybody was like, oh, well, it was awful. Uh, it was about this... No, 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 no. That's another um, one of my favorites, too. I do like Hearts of Atlantis. I did read that. I tried to watch the movie. Movie sucked. Um, what? The, what? No. Well, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't. There's a lot missing from the movie compared to the book, but yes. I think it, the movie did. Just okay. Okay. It did all right. It didn't do great. But that's that's a question that we can talk about. Um, the yeah. next um thing is like you know, there are most people say the book is always better than the movie, but is that <laughs> always? I true? have one. Can I, okay. So here's here's uh my next other. Last favorite. That's wow. What a sentence. Uh, my last favorite, last favorite. Carrie. I love the book. 
I love the, the, the original the movie. original movie made for TV remake and the remake with Chloe. I love everything. Carrie, all of it. But okay. We'll talk about the movies when we get onto that episode. But so the book is weird. Have you read the book? It's not, it doesn't seem like a Stephen King book because he writes it like it's like a fucking FBI or police report or something. It's weird. I read the book a long time ago. Well, you do know that he actually threw that away. Yeah, that wasn't the and first. His wife that... actually found it and sent it to his uh, publisher. Mm-hmm. And if she hadn't done that, we would have never. You would have never had your beloved Carrie. But uh, that that goes along with one of the books that I don't like of his. Which this is gonna. I'm gonna get so much hate for this. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear. The Shining. <laughs> I don't like the oh. book. No. It's I okay. It's one of those situations where I've read so much of Stephen King, and I can I know like for the most part, I could guess how he's gonna write something, and he's gonna spend like four pages describing like an afterthought of some like this guy goes to the ice cream shop. Remember this one time when he was six years old and his mom took him into the car, like, and he'll just diverge off into some other random ass story for like four I, pages. I, I swear to God, he's ADD. The I, Shining I, is like 100%. that. Where there the sto- it takes so long to set up, and it, it's it's not that big of a story, and yet it's I just it, it's I think it's an overrated. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of pre stuff before well well before they get even to the damn hotel. However, yeah, and, but however, we'll get to it in the next episode. My one of my favorite movies, my fourth favorite movie of all time, is The Shining. Of all time, or of all Stephen King of movies? all time. Okay. The Shining is one of the I fucking I that is one movie I could watch forever and ever and never get bored. Oh, see, it's really hard not to talk about the book and the movie, but yeah. like differences. Okay, here's a short little one. Um, they took some of his shorts too uh-huh. and turned them into movies. Yeah, apt pupil. I've never actually seen that one. I've never no, watched the movie, seen- but it, it's about the the kid the kid who uh, discovers his neighbor or one of his neighbors. Oh, is a, is a Nazi person? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that was. I had no idea that was a Stephen King. Yeah, and then uh, he also what was um, um, Lawnmower Man. Oh my fucking! We're not talking about that. So bad, so it's, bad. It's, I can't under the movie and the book are so different. <laughs> or not the book, the short story. The, I don't even know how the director got the movie from that fucking story. I I don't know. It, yeah. So okay, do you wanna you wanna talk about the uh, the new one, the new book? Yes, let's talk about a new book. We got a few minutes. Let's go. Sneak peek. Okay, so so far, I'm only four chapters in, but so basically, it's about Wait, this. What's guy, the name of the book again? Billy Summers. Billy Summers, go for it. It's the it's about this guy named Billy Summers, and he is a retired war vet sniper. Basically, he's the the way that he they describe him is he's basically Chris Kyle. He's pretty good. Okay. Um, and so he, so he's retired, and he does these uh, contract jobs on the side, uh, where people pay him to assassinate other people. But he only kills bad people. He's very specific about that. He doesn't go off. He doesn't kill you know good people or any other reason. They have like to Dexter be a bad person. Okay, he it. works for bad people, ironically, but he gets to kill other bad people, bad so people. he doesn't find that a moral conundrum or whatever. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> So basically he uh, the book starts off with with this dude showing up and he's like, hey, you're about to retire. How about one last job? 
And he's like, I don't know. I don't really think it's a good idea. And the guy's like, we'll pay you two million, two million dollars. And he's like, I, all right. yeah right now they're in the middle of they made up this whole big backstory about him gave him a new name david lockridge uh and they sent him to this other town and he they gave him the id of a a writer who's writing a book but they told him not disclose what the book is about therefore he can't cross his stories up and fuck things up so he's just gonna be like i'm right okay but i can't Can't tell you can't tell you what i'm writing okay i get it so, uh, and they, they set him up in, in this build in this, uh, this house where they've like furnished everything with clothes and food and everything gave him like $18,000 of spending cash. Uh, and they also gave him 500,000 of the 2 million first up front and the rest later when he finishes. Okay. And they tell him that there's this guy named Joe. Well, they code named him Joe, but his real name is Joel something. I forgot his name already. Joel something. Um, and this dude is literally the baddest of the bad. He's going around doing the same thing Billy does, uh, killing, but they have, but killing good people. people, but he also kills good people. Like he killed a 15 year old kid who was an honor student for absolutely no reason. And they're, they are trying to put him in prison right now for that. But he has like a lawyer who has a lot of money. So they, they're thinking that he's going to be able to get out of it and not go to prison. Okay. So he's, they're setting this, they're setting Billy up in this town where he thinks that this guy is going to show up, this Joe dude, uh, and basically like, you know, wait for it and then kill the guy. That's what his main mission is. Uh, and I'm, I'm only like four chapters in, but I relate to this Billy guy so much because check this out. Cause you want to so, kill bad people? No, Jesus. No, he <laughs> likes, he likes movies. Okay. And he was watching a movie in the hotel room and it was the asphalt jungle, which was Marilyn Monroe's first film. And then, and we all know someone is a huge Marilyn Monroe person. Fan, not a person. What? Anyway, uh, he also likes Archie comics, which I am uh, a secret diehard obsessed Archie fan. If nobody knew that. I, I am a huge Archie fan. I used to own tons of Archie comics. I have so it's ridiculous uh and so there's that and then also he drinks the same i'm not kidding the same fucking tea i drink they said arnold palmer half and half light okay i was like holy fuck dude this guy's me this it's incredible i relate to this man without the two million dollars yeah (laughs) i also also wouldn't kill anybody for any any amount of money but yeah that's that's even uh, if they're evil you wouldn't kill hitler no, fuck no. You know how much, do you know how much that would ruin the whole space-time continuum? If you killed Hitler as a baby, like everybody says to do, do you know how much that would change history? Well, yeah. Yeah, you'd save millions of people, if, but like how many more serial killers would you have be born because you saved their parents or some shit? Like, it's crazy mm-hmm. how much you, you would change. That's true. I would not kill Hitler. I'd let the man go. Would you have stopped Oswald? Oh. yes yeah okay because listen okay because kennedy kennedy being alive is not that big of a deal he would have he would have (gasps) served his last couple you have no idea how why and why he no you have no idea what he would have done and what he would have changed i understand that he was because of it no no he's got got connections to the mob and everything i read bill 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 o'reilly's killing the mob 
I finally. Oh, did you? <laughs> and they mentioned Bobby Kennedy and everybody having actual connections to the mob, which blew my fucking mind that JFK is not the pretty boy that everybody, you know, the paint. Anybody in power is not a pretty person. But it's, but I would save him because he, for the most part, was a good president. What he did up to that point, and I. From what I understand, he was yes. For the last two, you know years of his life or his presidency i don't think he would have done anything worse so it would be fine you don't think it it would change i mean actually no no you know what i would have done if if kill if saving kennedy is not an option i would save oswald why Ooh, oh man he's the only person who would know they were dragging him through the fucking police station he's like i'm just a patsy what does that mean? Jack Ruby comes along, shoots him in the gut, kills him, and r- r- buries that whole fucking mystery for good. Jack Ruby's a stupid so, so shit who why ruined you everything. Said go, go and kill Ruby before he gets to Oswald. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Say, yeah, duh. yeah. I would, I would stop Jack Ruby from killing Oswald because that's that guy's the only one who knows who, what, what happened and who did it. Not that he would eventually tell, uh, maybe. I don't know, but the, we'll never know because Jack Ruby ruined the whole thing for everybody. Fucker. Mr. Oh, I'm being a superhero. I killed the guy who killed the prince. No, fuck you. You just buried 60 years. Like, oh, my God. That's a lifetime. That's a huge conspiracy this man created because he killed Oswald. Unbelievable. Real quick, though, to the book, would you suggest that people should read it so far from what you've read of this new book? Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's very interesting. They're building up to be, they're building this mission up to be like, uh, I'm sure it'll be like a one chapter deal, like doing the actual thing. But like, I, the thing I love about Stephen King is that yes, he does go off topic sometimes, but you don't realize it when you're reading it. But when you're finished with the book, you realize like he's created this world and this character and these characters that you actually care about because of so much time you've spent with them and so many random things that have happened, like. There, he was reading he, one of the one of the sections in the chapter is the Billy's sitting on uh, the bed, swiping through Netflix and stuff, and couldn't find anything to watch, so he just goes to bed. Like, <laughs> but that makes him, that makes it that makes it more like humanistic, like you can connect. Yeah, it's like who gives a shit about that? But in the end, you could sit there and be like, well, he yeah. he doesn't really he likes to read. But oh, that's another thing too. I real I noticed that who wouldn't you wouldn't bring it up n- normally, but. This Billy Summers guy likes to read books and comics. And he also mentioned the Comixology app where he downloads comics on his iPad on purpose. And which I've done that too. This is, I'm so related to this dude. It's fucking incredible. I love it. Like there's just so many things that he points out that like don't need to be mentioned, but it builds this character up and stuff. And by the end of the book, it's going to be like, well, yeah, I mean, the story was, was okay, but like, but Billy, wow. the characters, I'm sure all these people that they're bringing up, since it has something to do with the mob, all these characters that are like on the side of him, like the publisher guy and the guy who set up everything and the guy who owns the building that he's living in now and all this stuff. I'm mm-hmm. sure some of these people are going to end up getting killed because it's the mob. So there's going to be a body count in this book, I'm assuming. But and yes, then eventually bodies. when that happens, you should hypothetically care that they're dead. I mean, or not, depending on the type of character they are. If they're an asshole, like there's one guy in here that he doesn't specifically like, the guy who owns the building that he's uh, working in as an author. Yeah. He doesn't like the guy. He, he thinks he's shady. So if that guy dies, you know, it'll probably be like, well, <laughs> whatever. But there's other Sucks. people that are like nice, you know, well, they're not nice, they're mobsters, but like to 
Billy in that world with those people, they're nice. So you might think like, you know, if they get killed, holy shit. I didn't, I didn't like that. Cause I thought that guy was pretty funny. <laughs> that's, that's what I love about Stephen King books is that you, he, he goes off topic so much, but any, but you don't realize that he's building up this whole fucking world right. around it. it. And by the time the book's over, it's, but it, but it, even though he goes off topic, it it never bothered me. No, it doesn't bother me either because I'm used to it now at this point. Well, no, no, but even not even that, it never bothered me because I felt like I think there was there's always a good reason for it. Like it 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 brought me into the character in a way that I needed to be into to really understand the dynamics of why they did the things that they did. Right. So even though some authors go off topic, kind of like us at times. Um, <laughs> I think it, I think his is, is really good. I think it's a good way of doing it. Okay. We have less than five minutes left. Any closing All thoughts? Right. Any closing thoughts? Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, we, oh, last closing thoughts. What is your least favorite Stephen King book? Cujo. I really don't care about Cujo at all. I didn't read it. I mean, I saw the movie. Um, yeah, I never I read say... the book. I, I watched the movie and that's why I don't care about the book. <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. The movie is not great. I don't like the movie. It, it, the movie's whatever. I, oh, it made me frustrated and mad. I just, I, I just didn't. I, I've heard, I don't know. I've never actually, again, I've never read the book, but I heard that the dog is different in the movie and the book. It's a different dog. Not a St. Bernard. Yeah, but this is one of those, this is one of those rare moments that if, after seeing the movie, I'm like, I don't care about the book. Yeah, I, I, that's, I think that'd be the only so Maybe that was one of those I, things that was a, probably a detriment I mean, I I bought the book, but I I don't I wouldn't read it because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I have to collect all those books anyway. Okay, so right. that's the end of that book, uh, Stephen King book thing. We didn't really talk about uh, the books we didn't like, except right, right there at the end, just one of them. Uh, we get so off topic, so much it's ridiculous. But anyway, thanks for listening, everybody, or watching, or whatever the hell you're doing. Da-da, da-da, da-da. Okay, thanks. Goodbye. <laughs>